Hello, everyone, and welcome to podcast two of the Shauna Kay Show. Welcome to the Shauna Kay Show. I'm your host, Shauna Kaminsky, health, wellness, and anti-aging specialist, and the best-selling author of the book, Lose Your Menopause Belly. I'll provide simple lifestyle hacks for you to regain your health and get your sexy back. Tune in for practical, easy, actionable steps to upgrade your health today. If you're tired of failing at your health goals, in this podcast, you'll discover the exact reasons why you failed at another diet or exercise plan, and more importantly, what to do to always win the fat loss game. Want to make some healthy changes? We typically wait until New Year's or the start of a month or at least a Monday to set a goal, when we can actually set a goal at any time. So let's not wait until the start of a month or New Year. Let's not wait another day. In this podcast, I want to talk about two reasons why your goals for diet and exercise may have failed in the past. I want to give you three tips to successful goal setting and two tips to evaluate if you've really hit the mark. Lastly, I'm going to give you a couple ideas to get the most fat loss results from the least amount of effort and time. Now, first up, the reason why you may have failed at fat loss, diet or exercise, anything that you've done in the past. The the first reason I'm going to give you is that you may not be in touch with your reason why. For example, some people think, well, I just want to lose weight. But really, do you want to lose weight or do you want to get noticed from your spouse again? Or maybe have you had a health scare or someone you know has had a health scare and you just really need to improve your health and part of that is weight loss? Or maybe you're a bit concerned you're going to get left behind by your friends or your children or your grandkids and so weight loss is a way to not get left behind. Maybe you have a big birthday coming up or and you want to be in the best health possible. Or maybe you want to be more like someone or less like someone. And maybe that's why you want to lose weight. Any reason why you want to lose weight is valid. You just need to find yours. It, it can simply be vanity even. As long as you know why you want to lose weight. Because with any weight loss effort, the going is going to get tough. And if you're in touch with your reason why, it's going to just make it easier to stick with your plan. If you dial in the real reason for wanting to make those changes, it's easier to focus if and more likely when you lose the motivation. So the second reason that your fat loss efforts may have failed in the past, and this is the big one, is that you may have tried to change too much too soon. So you actually set yourself up for failure this way. So for example, maybe you plan on going on a diet, stopping sugar, starting exercising, beginning a meditation routine, going to bed earlier, budgeting for your groceries, vowing to never eat out, on and on, making all these changes all at once. Now, if you listen to my first podcast, I called it the Choose Your Change Challenge. I hope you catch it. But what it was all about is making one thing, changing one thing at a time 
And this is setting yourself up for success. When you make one small change, you might even break that change down down into smaller chunks. For example, if your change is, I know I need to drink more water and you need to have six water bottles during the course of the day, maybe you know you need to have three before noon, two in the afternoon, and one in the evening. So you've just broken it down step by step to make it easier for you to achieve that goal. And when you make that small change, you want to let it sink in for a week or up to 21 days and then choose another change to make. By choosing these small steps, it just makes it so much more doable for the change to last and to stick. It's also great when you recognize your success as you go and celebrate a little along the way because Anybody that's tried to lose weight knows that it's a long and arduous task. So those non-food related celebrations along the way, like getting a pedicure or having a bubble bath or getting a book to read, they're really, uh, they, they help you stay motivated along the way. So some nutritional changes, and I just want to talk about how small they might be in the beginning, might be simply that you're going to cut out those sugary snacks, you know, those 100 calorie packs that, oh, it's just 100 calories. Maybe you're going to cut those out. Maybe you're going to change your brand of yogurt. Or maybe you're going to be like my superstar client, Diane, who started just by changing, taking the sugar out of her coffee. You might change a lifestyle habit, like going to bed 15 minutes earlier. Or say for mindset, maybe you're going to speak more kindly to yourself by providing yourself three nice comments during the course of a day, even writing them down. As for movement, maybe you're going to add a bodyweight workout every second day. The thing is, whatever you change, it needs to be easy to maintain. It can't be overwhelming. I don't want you to feel deprived. You always need to feel like you're in control and can be successful. And when you are successful with those small, small changes, you get motivated to take on other changes and they'll get you results and those results will beget other results. It's slow and steady, but it is results. So the reason that you might have failed in the past is just that you don't know the real reason why you want to make those changes and that you've tried to change too much too soon. So changing your perspective on those changes makes a big difference. So now let's talk about your goal and how to set successful goals. So here are some some tips. Tip number one is that if you make your goal measurable, it's more likely you're going to hit it. So a non-measurable goal might be something like, I want to exercise more. I want to eat better. I'll take more me time. Well, these are all worthy You just never know when you succeeded. How are you going to measure it? So instead, making your goal more specific makes it more easily, uh, you can assess if you've achieved it or not. So for example, you might say, I want to exercise three times a week, or I'll add 10 grams of protein at every meal or snack, or I'm going to drink wine only one day a week. So these are very specific and they're very small, and you'll know when you've met that goal. The second tip to setting successful goals is to set a deadline. Now, typically it takes 21 days to change a habit. That's why in podcast one, I said make one small change and have it stick for 21 days because studies show that it takes 21 days to change a habit. So um, setting that deadline for 21 days 
is a great way to start. Uh, You can assign a date to that small measurable goal. And when you adopt the I can do anything for 21 days mentality, it helps you to stay focused. Now, the third tip, and this is a big one, is accountability. So not going it alone is really important. First of all, be accountable to yourself by writing it down, writing what your change is, writing what your goal is, and then telling a person because that makes it real. Accountability works. Studies show that when we're um, we're we're more likely to gain weight if our friends are overweight, and conversely. If we're looking to improve our health, when we surround ourselves with health-minded people, when we tell people what our goals are and they're also health-minded, then it's going to really springboard your success. So you want to surround yourself with others that support your goal. At this point, I want to give just a little plug for the Healthy Secrets for Women 40 Plus on Facebook. It's a it's a private group, a closed group. Anyone can join, but you have to be a girl. And we're in there supporting you with your uh, health loss goals or felt loss goals all the time. So that's that's a great. If you have no one in your immediate circle, don't discount the um, uh, an online community, and that's a great online community, and it's free. Okay, so now I want to give you a couple tips to just evaluate your success in terms of how did I did I meet these goals. So the tip number one is just to change your spe- your perspective because the problem with goal setting is that it's rare we hit our goal 100% of the time. And when we don't hit the mark, we tend to disregard any progress. We focused on what we missed instead of what we gained. So let me give you an example. Let's say Mrs. Smith wants to lose five pounds and she actually succeeds in losing five pounds. So she's met her goal, but she's upset with the saggy skin around her belly. And so she's she's feeling like she failed even though she got to 100% of her goal. So what typically happens with goal setting is it's like the horizon. Every time we get close to it, it just moves a little bit away from us. This is something that I learned from Dan Sullivan in Strategic Coach, and it's so valid and important when we when we look at our fitness and fat loss goals especially. So if we look at it differently, Um, If we look at it backwards, that is the solution to always winning. So for example, Mrs. Smith didn't care about saggy skin at the start. She didn't even know she was going to have saggy skin. All she wanted was to lose five pounds. She got to 100% of her goal, but she didn't celebrate because her ideal changed. So her solution to feel the win would be to celebrate the five pound loss And then set a new goal to exercise to tone up that skin. So by looking backwards and by measuring the progress and not the perfection, she's going to feel more successful. Like if you turn it around and imagine a set of stairs with your goal at the top, instead of looking at the top of the staircase at the ideal or where you want to go, you want to look back at how far you've come. Because often the ideal is ever changing. Just like Mrs. Smith, you know, she lost the five pounds, but she still wasn't happy because she had a bit of saggy skin. So you always want to compare where you are with where you've been. And as long as you're making baby steps towards your goal, then you're winning. So, and the win always keeps you in the game and keeps you motivated to help you stay focused. And that's why it's important to have those smaller goals. So if you actually have to lose 50 pounds, it's hard to 
to, you know, just get day in and day out thinking of that big number of 50. But if you imagine, you know, I only have to lose two pounds this week. Well, you know, that's the mentality that I can, I can do two pounds. I mean, I might not be able to do 50, but I could do two pounds and you do that 25 pounds and 25 times and you've made it to the goal. So um, another hack to feel like you're always winning is to look forward um, to the problem that you need to solve. So by like setting the stage for success. So first of all, you want to look back at the wins that you've had. So let's say on a Sunday, you're going to look back at the previous week and you're going to say, okay, what were my wins? How did I win? And then you're going to look at any obstacle that you had getting in the way of that win. And then you're going to look ahead to eliminate those possible obstacles. So if we look at the obstacles we had in the previous week, we can plan ahead for possible obstacles we might have in the future. Let's look at an example. So let's take Barb. She wants to do four, three to four 20-minute workouts in her upcoming week. But the problem is she might have a business trip coming up. So that's always been a problem for her because she gets busy and she's out of her routine. I know that lots of you might be able to relate to that. So rather than just kind of willy-nilly going on her business trip, she could plan to overcome this obstacle of not getting her workouts in ahead of time. So for example, she could plan to take her iPad and perhaps do the My Bikini Belly follow-along workouts in her hotel room. Or she could plan to do her workouts on the day she's not traveling. Uh, Or she could bring a workout and plan to do it in the hotel gym. So by having three possible solutions, that's going to help her reach her goal of getting the three to four 20-minute workouts in for her work. So um, arming with a solution uh, so those obstacles are less likely to get in the way. When you do that, you're just so much more likely to hit your goal. I want to talk about TOMA, top of mind awareness. So when you've got your goal in mind and you're looking at the possible obstacles and planning those solutions ahead of time, you're just more likely to achieve your goal by keeping that your goal top of mind. Now, lastly, I wanted to give you some ideas to help you get the most fat loss results with the least amount of time and effort. Now, I want you to know that I'm going to be going over more of these in upcoming podcasts. These are just a few of the things that I can be, that I'll be covering. So for example, in terms of exercise, you could be shortening your workouts, stopping cardio, adding metabolic resistance training. You could discover the beauty of compound movements. Uh, You need to schedule your workouts in, in pen, getting an accountability partner or implementing the 10 minute rule. And I'm going to talk, I'll probably do an entire podcast on the 10 minute rule. And in terms of exercise, I'll just give you a hint. That's when you exercise for 10 minutes, whether you feel like it or not, just promise yourself, I'm going to do 10 minutes. And at the end of the day, if you don't, aren't feeling it after 10 minutes, you can stop, but more likely than not, you're going to keep going and get a great workout in. Now for ideas for uh, quick changes for nutrition, First of all, just stop dieting, eat more nutritious and wholesome foods, replace sugar and processed foods, uh, eat your calories instead of drinking them, adding more protein to your, to your daily intake, 
And again, I've got the new, the 10 minute rule in terms of nutrition. And that is if you're still hungry or if you're craving something, I always suggest to wait 10 minutes. Implementing that 10 minute rule uh, as a, as a goal or a change, that's a great one that's going to help you. Attitude adjustment changes are, are also great changes. Uh, for example, measuring progress and not perfection, discovering your why, setting small goals and, and changes to achieve them, and then always looking back at your wins and looking ahead to overcome obstacles. Again, I'll be talking more about these in future podcasts. So you're going to stay tuned. In the meantime, my challenge for you is to take a hard look at your goals, the goals that you're setting for yourself, and ask if you're really setting yourself up for success or not. Ask, are you, you know, falling into those pitfalls of making too many changes or not understanding why you want to make that change? And once you change your mindset around goal setting, you're going to be more successful at sustained fat loss and in setting successful goals using my three tips. So, uh, I've got a great tool to walk you through this. So make sure you go to my blog. It's at um, podcast.shawnakay.com. And I've got a free downloadable workbook for you to help you set winning goals every time. Here's to your fat loss and sustained fat loss by setting successful goals. That's it for today. This has been the Shauna Kay Show. Head to podcast.shaunakay.com for show notes and more. See you next time.